The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. It's very well known that Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Orbach was known as the Tzaddik Yisod Olam. He was a Gaon in Torah, Mitzvot, Masim Tovim, but most importantly, in making people feel like a million bucks. So I have to share with you a few stories that when I read that, I was like, wow, who thinks like that? First story with Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Orbach. Story goes, is anyone has been to Sharei Chesed? I'm sure you've been to Sharei Chesed, and you probably also have been to Sharei Chesed. Okay, so you know the area a little, but for those that don't know exactly where the area is, in Sharei Chesed, where Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Arbach in Yerushalayim lived, uh, there are a number of beautiful trees there. And the story goes, is that when it came to Bechat Lanot in Chodesh Nisan, which is the Chathchila, the Benish Chai writes, Bechatchila, it's for Nishamot or Klipot to get released properly, it should be Dafka done in Nisan. So it came Chodesh Nisan, a number of trees were starting to bloom. The flowers, the prachim, were still attached to the tree. And the story goes is that Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Arbach was making bechate lanot with a sidur in front of a house that started to bloom. Of a fruit tree. I believe it was a pomegranate tree. So an avrech happened to be there. He saw Rabbi Shlomo Zaman Arbach looking from the sidur, making bechate lanot. He walked over and says, Kodarav, bechate lanot. So Rabbi Shlomo Zaman nodded, yes. He said, Kodarav. There's, there's lechatchila. A person it says berchat ilanot shte ilanot at least two ilanot. It says why is the rab making the bracha here in this in front of this tree? Because down the block there's two trees and lechatchila you could you get two for one. You might as well do it on two trees. So Zaman looked at the avrech and says, do you mean to tell me the fruit tree and another type of fruit tree that is on this and this rechov? He said exactly the address. He, Mama, she knew exactly where it was. So Avrech was a little taken aback. He says, yes, yeah, that, exactly. He says, yeah, I know about that, those two trees. So he says, so then why is the Rav making a trip here? It's not like it, it, it's equidistant from the Rav's house or wherever it was. The Rav, in, and he knew where it was. So it's not like he didn't know. The Avrech was not revealing something that he didn't know. Why is the Rav making the bracha over here? He knows that he could go somewhere else. The person wants to do a mitzvah. The Unbelievable. This is Mamash. He, he didn't miss the forest for the trees. He says, you think I'm making a bracha in front of one tree? I'm just making one mitzvah. But this house over here is where an almana who just lost her husband. And tragically, not only did she lose her husband, she also had two trees. And this seems like the husband took care of both trees with great love and devotion. And when he passed away, one of the trees passed away too. He says, I was thinking to myself, everyone used to make brachat in front of this woman's house for years. And now suddenly this year, no one is. How will that make her feel? I have to make an almana feel good about herself. I can't do that to her. I'm mekayim two mitzvot. Brachat according to one shita. And mimisameach levum lalim, I'm making an almana feel very happy and good about herself. That at least Shlomo and Arbach still comes and remembers Chadish Amenu Kikedem, remembers what it was once like to make the prayer, make the bracha in front of her home. Such sensitivity. He saw the forest, not just the tree. He was able to see and focus on the feelings of someone else that maybe she'll look out the window and she'll happen to see. That's this ula, ula, ula. Who says that it'll even happen? That's a go'on. Second story of Shlomo Zalman Arbach. There was a couple... <coughs> Many people have the custom that when they're walking on the chuppah, the shoshvinim, that's brought down from the Midrash, Zohar as well, 
that the reason why we have, and they call in Yiddish, an unterfer, someone who escorts and walks down the Chatan Vekala, different people have different minagim, some people have that the parents of the Chatan or the parents of the Kala, they walk down, or it's the male for male, female for female, that in itself might be a debate in families, like a Ketubah Dara Tigra, there's no Ketubah that doesn't have a fight, some people says uh, suddenly when each one tries to thrust their family minagim, that is a very big source of contention, what do you mean, I need to walk down with my child, how can you deny me of that right, and some people say, but then we have to do it for the, family, for the sake of Shalom, just food for thought for you to think about, for everyone to understand where there might be a source of contention. You're not thinking about Shidduchim yet, but Bezat Hashem sooner will happen. The point is, when it came to Shoshvinim, when it came to these people who were the unterfers, the people who were escorting and walking down the Chatan Makala, so there's a minhag, it's brought down to Minagim, that people carry candles. Why? So it says, because the Pasuk tells us, Ner Hashem Nishmat Adam that the light of a person is a neshama. And since this person is about to start a Jewish family, to bring more nerot and more beautiful light into the world, as a result of that, they walk down with candles. So the story goes that there was a chuppah outside. He was already standing at the chuppah. I believe the chatan already was there. So the story was with the kala. Now most people, they're very holy people, they don't look up, Kala is walking, it's Nilot, I'm not going to look up, try to shield their eyes. Beautiful, that's amazing. Hershom Zaman obviously was doing that, he was not looking as the Kala was coming down, and suddenly he hears, Ay! He hears uh, people, immediately he looks up, what's happening? He sees a gust of wind comes and starts blowing, and the flame is flickering violently off the candle. And you see that the, the Kala's parents are trying in vain to try to shield the flame from getting uh, extinguished and they're trying to make sure that nothing happens and they're trying as much as they can to walk their daughter down with yet shielding their body and then unfortunately the fire got extinguished without a moment's notice he wasn't a young man he jumped off of the stage ran down and went directly to the mother of the kala and said don't worry it's just a candle it doesn't mean a siman for anything. Who thinks like that? Who thinks like that? You're at a wedding, thinking I'm getting a big kibbutz, okay? Okay, whatever, that's their problem. What does it have to do with me? <laughs> Come, make the brachot, have a nice day, and see you later. No! Because his mother may be thinking, oh my gosh, what are we doing? We're marrying off a child. This is a bad siman. I knew it. I knew from the beginning. You don't want to have a family start off with that. What chachma, what genius. It's amazing when people think about that. And a final story of Shem Zaman Arbach. People, especially when they're teenagers, don't make exactly the best thought-out plans when it is they do whatever it is that they do. And there was a teenager who, unfortunately, one series of events led to another, and unfortunately, he made very poor decisions without speaking with anyone. And one of the poor decisions that he made was, Rachman al lo aleinu v'lo aleichem, we shouldn't even be talking about this in Bet Knesset, Bet Midrash, First it started with Sinah, and ultimately he left the yeshiva on Shabbat in a taxi to go to the beach. When he came back, his roommates looked at him differently, and most importantly, the Anhala did as well. In Yeshiva Kol Torah, which is where Rabbi Shem was, was a Rosh Yeshiva as well, this is where the 
the story took place. They didn't know what to do with that. And Allah was wondering, what are they going to do? A person was only in Mechalel Shabbat. You can't have somebody, like, There's, this kid has issues. What are we going to do? It's going to be Mashbi Allah Rabim. And people know, if we, don't, if we don't do anything about this, people think it's Afkar. What are we going to do? What are we supposed to do? It's not like he did a bit tonight. People saw him do that. So they figured, you know what? We'll have to make a very painful decision. We're going to have to ask him to leave. So they brought the Bakhur into the office. The Analei Shiva with Rabbi Shem not there. That's the key, you'll see why. They told him, we're really sorry, but unfortunately, due to the fact that you did this, the Rabin people saw you get in the car on Shabbat, you have to leave the yeshiva. This is not for you. Okay. Zaman Arbach used to take a special ride or a lift. I'm not exactly sure what it was. Maybe it was a bus. I don't know what it was. The point was that Rosham Zaman pulled up to yeshiva as his bachur was leaving with his suitcases ready to leave and get picked up and leave the yeshiva probably forever. As he's, as he's there, Rosham Zalman dismounted from the car or from the bus or wherever it was. And he sees the Bachor saying there, he says, aren't you going to Shiva or not? He says, Korav, I'm not in Yeshiva anymore. What do you mean you're not in Yeshiva? What's that supposed to mean? Now, keep in mind, he has a Shiva or Bachorim waiting for him. He's got literally so many things to think of. People are sending She'elot to Shuvot from all over the world. He's thinking and learning. But he sees the Bachor standing in front of him. What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. When you see something, say something. First one, Mechadesh, to do that. So he says, what's going on over here? What are you doing here? He says, I'm really sorry, but uh, I was Mechadesh Shabbat. Now most people would have said, Mechadesh Shabbat. Oh, hey, what, what? Yeah, get out of here. What are you doing? Shem Zalman grabbed his hand and says, tell me, when you were in that taxi, on your way out, where were you going? He says, I was going to the beach. What was your feeling like when you were in the cab? Now, no one in the Anala asked him that. Shemazam was the first one to ask him that. What were you feeling like when you were in that cab? Said Roshiva, tell you the truth, I felt awful. I, I, I was thinking to myself, what happened to me? What am I doing? Why am I even doing this? And I got out of the cab, I threw the money to the cab driver, I got out of the cab, I walked back to Yeshiva, and that's when everyone saw me. Hirshulmazam says, you had kharata. You had regret for what you did. The action that you did was not really a chilul shabbat. Like we saw this idea. When you're doing an action, what's the action you're doing? It looks like chilul shabbat. But it's not chilul shabbat. Because with kharata, come back with me. You're coming back in yeshiva. And Hirshulmazam brought the bachur back in. He came to Anhala. He said, now listen, that's very nice. But we have a yeshiva to run. You can't just bring one person. It's not a cure of organization. What are you doing? Let him find his way, but not here. It's going to affect everyone. He's going to be a bad influence on people. Hashem says he's not going to be a bad influence. The other way around, influence him letov, get him the best chavrutot. And with that, Hashem says, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And he walked out that another room, saw the first bachur, one who was going to be eventually a very big shiva, big marmit savalabim bachur, very serious boy. He says, you want to do Shlomo Arbach a favor? Oh, who doesn't want to do the Shiva a favor? He says, do me a favor. I want you to learn with him for an hour and a half every single day. Shiva, I have a chavuta. You want to do me a favor? Yes or no? Please learn with him an hour and a half. Hatzalat nefashot. He says, okay, fine. From 9.30 to 11, I'll learn with you. Then he went over to another bachur. You, I want you to learn with him also for an hour and a half, till shiur is. And then he says, and then you're going to come to my shiur, he told the bachur. And he says, we're going to build you up and rehab you because the action that you did is nachilul Shabbat. It was with Kharata. And since you had regret, ultimately, that's what saved you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.